So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everyone. What's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway. Yes, and you're listening to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. This is episode number 42. We are moving right along, sir. Yep, just moving right along. Yes. So I'm really excited about this episode because we want to get into some things that we know, we without know. a doubt, you don't even have to ask. They are common to married entrepreneurs, especially um, everywhere. Just period. Yep. Just period. So here's the first thing. We have a couple of things we want to go over with you, but I would say the foundation of it is um, came from a conversation or converse like it's it was one converse. No, it was one point, but it turned into multiple conversations over the course of the week. And that is for us just having a disagreement within your marriage concerning the business and mm-hmm. how what are some healthy ways to handle that and some really thing I guess like really good takeaways uh, that we've we are and we have learned from that we want to share with you but also the main thing that we've been talking about this weekend working on is really getting more and more serious about who our dream market our dream client is because we do know and hopefully you all know as well that not every client is created equal okay and I'm sure if you've been in business any length of time, you understand what that means. <laughs> but we're going to dive deep into that and, and just trying to take kind of take you behind the scenes of what it is that um, that we've done this week, especially when it comes to not necessarily agreeing on on everything, but how we've been working around that, because I believe there is a healthy way to do it and not a frustrating way. Yeah, absolutely. There's um there, there's a way to to get the resolve um, as married entrepreneurs without feeling like you have to you know really go tit for tat um, mm-hmm. indefinitely. And so that achieving that common ground that says okay, hey, this is ultimately what we know we want to accomplish. Uh, we just may have a different perspective on what's the way to make that happen. And so a difference of opinion when it comes to strategy, mm-hmm. when it comes to tactics, yes. those are very real things. But the beauty is, is that you do have a difference of yeah. opinion and perspective because from there, you'll actually derive a much better strategy because no one person has the ideal strategy, right. especially when the two of you are working together and have been called to work together. It's really what I like to call drawing from the collective genius. Yeah. And with that, I think there are several takeaways that we are learning um and have been just throughout this week especially um is this one the first thing i would say is really to be okay with not having a resolve immediately that's so so you know real yes you can say that one more time that is so real okay be okay i'll say one more time just because you said i can (laughs) (laughs) be okay with not having a resolve immediately like we've been working through this it's like we've been having conversations about the same thing just to get more and more clear about the answer and so it wasn't in just in one conversation and actually we're still working through it but it doesn't have to be a, a hostile situation doesn't have to be like, well, I 
figure it's this way and well you figure it's this way well that's great and another thing i would say is like use that like you said earlier to your advantage as a couple Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. clearly there's something there's some advantage of the way that you see it because you see it as the way that you see it right Mm -hmm. but then there's also an advantage to the way that your spouse may see it as that your spouse sees it as well and so even if we don't agree on like the tactic of it all or the different steps or strategies but really finding a way to take away to take out of it the meat of the situation, mm-hmm. like the meat of what you're really trying to say. So maybe if you really, what you really, really are so passionate about is this aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So what if we take this this area that you're so passionate about and we take this area that I'm so passionate about and then what if we find a way to work these together? Maybe they're not even going to be done simultaneously. Maybe mm-hmm. they're going to have to be done in an order, just like we were talking about earlier. Actually, today we were talking about our funnels and which order we've already started, of course, doing things online, but we were just recapping some things based on the training that we're going through. Well, should we start with this funnel now or should we do this one or this one, you know? And we had differences of opinion, but we had to talk through that. And that was not a deep, deep conversation. But I think even in the not so deep conversations, there's still principles to draw out of it that we can take to the deeper conversations. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. So when we're having disagreements or you and your spouse are having disagreements especially about a business decision i think one of the, one of the trickiest things is to really set boundaries in place <laughs> for um for you all to still be married i mean not that you're going to divorce over <laughs> i mean listen i'm not even you know what I'm trying and by to say. that you mean boundaries in terms of how they communicate well boundaries of how they communicate but also boundaries of okay we may not have a resolve on this business deal this business situation but Okay, now it's the end of day. Let's have dinner as a family. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and let's not drag that into the family time, into the marriage time. Yeah. Yeah, I told you. Not this never not marriage time, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a big one. I think that helps us a lot too when we don't agree on something just like, okay, that's what it is right now and we'll get back to it when it's time to get back to that. But any ideas that we may think about or even rebuttals that we may want to share. Um, I think there's a time and a place for that, too. And that really does take some serious self-control and discipline. Yeah. And it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. And, and, and it's so interesting because I, I was hearing you say that and I was just visualizing not having a resolve, going into dinner, and how that could probably feel like you're walking around with a loaded pistol. Like you have all these rebuttals, to mm-hmm. use your word, mm-hmm. that may be pinned up inside of you. And what do you do with those rebuttals until it is time to revisit the conversation again? And I think that that is so real for so many ma- mm-hmm. for so many marriages, but definitely for so many married entrepreneurs, especially when they don't agree about something pertaining to the business. But then they're trying not to drag that over into the time where, you know, we're going to have dinner. We're going to just function as a family. And I think mm-hmm. what is so important um, and just a quick remedy to that mm-hmm. is whatever you think your rebuttals are, write that down. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Write it down to its time. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't hear that part. <laughs> that happens a lot, y'all. I'll be saying something and he'll be like, I have an idea. And it happens the other and way, too. And then he'll repeat it. Because I'll say something then she'll say it. I'll be like, that's what I just said. But, yeah. And you'll say it differently. So, I won't catch it like that. But that, Fair it, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> that was funny <laughs> because now that's recorded and it's <laughs> funny. So, anyway. That's, <laughs> that's real life for you. So, Okay, here's the other thing we want to share about with you about because this is one of the main things that we've been having conversations about this week. This past week is dealing with like getting more clarity on our dream market and our dream client. 
And I've had my thoughts. You've had your thoughts. Mm -hmm. We're still clarifying, making it sharper and tighter every single time we speak Mm -hmm. about it. And I think friction is good. It doesn't have to be um, always so smooth because then you don't really, you're not challenged to think differently. And you're just going with, okay, that sounds great. You know, and then there's no real growth or no real um, finding the holes in in our thought process because mm-hmm. we all have holes in our thoughts. We just if we don't reevaluate them or allow ourselves or allow them to be reevaluated or evaluated by our spouse, especially um, our accountability partners, then our customers are going to find them and it's going to come up. It's going to pop up somewhere else. They're going to be holes. People it's going to show think, up somewhere. Yeah, things are going to slip right on through them because they're there. So anyway, um, some of the things that we've been talking about going through when we're focusing on our dream clients for this this season is there are some serious signs that indicate when you're on the right path to connecting with your dream market. Um, and there's definitely some things we want to go over about like how to eliminate your time wasters and tire kicker, tire kickers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to, I guess we should first start off with the signs that indicate when you're on the right path. Cause some people may say, well, I don't know if I'm on the right path to connecting with my dream client. Um, I'll say something first Mm -hmm. if that's okay. Um, Is something that we were talking about before we started or press record was one of the big things that I've realized in the past with us um, and in many different businesses that we've done is we can see right away when we are not aligning our messaging to our dream clients. Why? Because the tire kickers and time wasters start showing up and they don't really want nothing they just want to see everything they can get you know for free and not really are not really serious about investing either financially as well as their time right so when I remember when we saw a lot of these people start you know starting to show up I'm like what in the world what is going on I was like well you know what we can't look at them we have to look we're the common denominator Right. So um, I remember a couple of years ago, we were working on a project and we were having a type, this type of conversation. We're like, we need to make sure our messaging is in alignment with who we really want to talk to. And so I think what's saying that, that when you there, there's like a shift in where, where where maybe those people are no longer responding and the other people who you are looking to speak to, it's resonating with them, but it takes more touches for them to mm-hmm. actually respond. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it seemed like a silent season or like a kind of like a, oh, is anybody listening out there type of thing? And the good thing about that, that isn't necessarily all bad, right? But the good thing about that is at least you know who your messaging is repelling. Yes. Yeah, part of, I was going to say, part of drawing, mm-hmm. drawing your, attracting your mm-hmm. ideal client is repelling those who are not best suited for your mm-hmm. business. That's right. And so that alone will begin to cause those ideal, you know, um, um, people to emerge mm-hmm. as you start to scatter and remove, um, you know, those those who are not. It kind of reminds me of, I, I don't know who it was. It was Michelangelo or somebody who was creating that statue of King David. And, he's, and they said, how did you do that and do it with such amazement and he said simple i just took away everything that king david wasn't or that wasn't king david Mm. so part of that is chiseling away those Mm. who are not that's good to your point repelling and then what will happen is is that ultimately those who are your ideal client will start to take shape and you'll start realizing oh that's who my ideal client is oh that's who my ideal client is as you start to realize who they are not that's good that's real 
So that like we want to just encourage you as you are, especially if you're in a season where you have been attracting the wrong people, mm. <laughs> more of the wrong people than the right people, then, you know, be encouraged as that messaging shifts, those people will fall off. And then you start, it's like you're reaching out to a whole new market because you want to make sure that you're, 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 you're spending your time in the most valuable way. Absolutely. Okay, so now we want to talk a little bit about um, how to bypass the most common messaging mistake marriedpreneurs make. Now, this also works on if only one of you is the marketing brain behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. not every time in a marriage you're going to find both the husband and the wife being like, working on marketing together and that's mm-hmm. so it's okay so you don't want to feel like well this only works but this is not this is for me or this is only for my husband so let me let you know whatever it doesn't matter who it is or if only one of you is that person um because when you're talking about marketing even if it's you know if you're married right so everybody plays a role um in that or even supporting and supporting is just as important as actually doing mm-hmm. so here's the thing one of the main well, I would say main mistakes that uh, messaging mistakes that marriedpreneurs make um, when building their brand is marketing as if they're marketing to themselves. Even if you feel like, well, I'm my dream client, and marketing to, marketing as if they're marketing to themselves only, and not exposing yourself to others who are also marketing to your dream your dream market, your dream, I'm going to say your dream client because I keep using the word marketing a lot. So if you're, if you're only marketing, if you're only using messaging as if you're talking to yourself as your dream client, then you are, 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 are very narrow in your, in your um, exposure. And so one of the ways that have like really skyrocketed um, how we do our messaging over the years and then even working with our clients is making sure that you're exposing yourself to others who are also marketing to your 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 people um, but they may not even be in offering the same thing it doesn't even matter but there's something to be said about when you start to see the words the phrases what they're responding to mm-hmm. and then seeing how you can um, use that within your marketing because that's already working and so yeah. they're probably going to be words that you haven't been using before so just really exposing um, yourself to others who are already connecting with your with your dream clients. Yeah, and I think that comes from doing effective listening. Mm, effective listening will good. actually um, help with effective messaging. And just like you know, any group, um, if you talk to a group of people who are bowling enthusiasts, there's a language that bowlers use. If you talk to mm-hmm. a group of um, moms who are mothers of, I'm about to say mothers of preschoolers. Mops. Mops. Yeah, moms um, there's there. a link. Well, there's a language there. There is. And so every, every, every group or market, should I say, or community that you want to, that, you know, that's out there has a specific language. So it's listening to those who, as you just said, are marketing to them and listening to what those words what that language is and as you begin to hear the language that they use Mm. because everybody's going to be describing the same thing but just in their own words Mm. and so people hear their words and so when you hear the words of your community (laughs) your ears perk up so as those of us who are trying to um, message effectively to a particular group to a particular whatever our target market is or target clients are whoever they are we want to listen to the words that are that are used within their circle. 
Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. And another thing, well, no, I'm not going to leave that alone because I think that was a lot right there. That's good. So one other area that we wanted to make sure that we tapped into this episode is just a, a very simple yet profitable tweak that it just dawned on us as I was on a call um, with some mas- in a mastermind call, actually. And one of the uh, the other entrepreneurs mentioned this. I'm like, that is so true. And it just brought a whole nother level of clarity, freedom and courage even to continue to walk and and be very specific about what we're desiring and how we desire to to walk that out. So I want to share that with you all. Um, because that's definitely helped us along the way as well. Here's a quick t- tweak. Um, it's going to actually save you a lot of headache as well. Is when you're marketing, when you're doing your messaging, messaging whether you're online, offline, combination of the two, um, really don't be so concerned with trying to convert someone um, who isn't looking for you because that's a lot more work. It requires mm-hmm. a lot more effort. It's a lot easier to sell to someone who is actually looking for you. So getting in front of those who are actually, if you're a dentist who who, who are actually in pain, they are actually wanting to get that teeth clean. They want to do preventative. They don't want to get in the pain. Like if they've already had a, a, a root canal before, if they've already had a, a cavity before, then they are already looking for you. They don't want to recycle their experience, their bad right. experiences where they had to be in so much pain before they got to you. So they're actually looking for a dentist. So and if you're the dentist, you're like, ta-da! And they're like, oh my goodness, yes, where have you been, right? Versus someone who knows they need to get their teeth clean and they don't have a toothache yet. Maybe they have some cavities, but it hasn't really been keeping them up at night. And mm-hmm. you're busy trying to tell them, listen, if you don't handle the situation your whole mouth is going to fall out, <laughs> right? And then they don't they don't get it. That's not really a priority for them until they feel that pain. So then it's really more difficult for you to convert that person versus somebody who's like, no, I know the pain of what it feels like. And you know what? Or I, I, my husband or my, my friend, whoever, they went through that pain. And let me just make sure my whole life, like me growing up my whole life, I've had the same dentist until I was 18. And I went off to college and then I had a new dentist. But um, my my mom, she kept me in the, like, we were in the dentist's office every, I was there a couple of times a year, I think at least every six months, just to get it, just a regular cleaning. That's just how I was, like, I, that's just what I, he was a part of the family. Like, you know, my doctor's a part of the family. My dentist is part of the family. And so she did that because when she was, my mom was growing up, she used to be like a juicy fruit gum. Do they still make juicy fruit? I don't know. Yes, I think so. They do. But she was like a juicy fruit, like, Gum chewing. Gum chewing. Enthusiast. Enthusiast. Well, probably more than that. Like, right. So she did it so much that she began to get cavities and she wasn't really able to afford to, you know, get that taken care of until she was in her adult years and working and whatnot. And so she had all this major dental work done. And so I guess as a result, she was like, my daughter will not go through that. Right. So that was her pain. And so I didn't have that pain, thank God. But now I'm as an adult, um, my I am accustomed to like having a certain type of of a routine. So like when we move, we're like, oh, we need to find a dentist. I don't want to get to that place where I need that, where I have to have that pain in order to find a dentist. I just like that's a part of my life, you know? And so it doesn't have to be a pain point in the sense of like a physical pain, but if somebody's actually looking for you, it's a lot easier to sell that person bef- rather than trying to convert somebody and then like, okay, this is why you need it, and they don't really care. They don't feel the pain yet. So that's a really, really quick um, tweak. 
I would say profitable tweak. Also, that changes your mindset on how you're speaking to people and you realize right away the ones who are not even trying to hear what, you know, like they, you know, good and well, they need it, that, you know, good and well that they're going to need to get something done right away or their mouth is going to fall out. But sometimes you have to wait until their mouth falls out before they come running. And then you go to those who are ready to help, ready to want, like they're ready to pay you. Nothing else to add to that. I, I, no, I think that's spot on. Um, yeah, you just don't want to, you just don't want to wait until it gets to that point. Um, are you talking about the dentist or are you talking about marketing? Well, I don't think, you know what? I got so caught up in your dentist story. It's so real. I'm like, yo, we talking about. <laughs> I was like, wait, bruh, I need you to think. I got so caught up in your dentist story. Well, great. Because I'm starting to think about my dental experiences. Right. And you know I had a root canal when we first got married. When we first got married, y'all. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. For another but episode. You actually, that was great storytelling, sweetheart. Thank you. I just got you caught up like that. Y'all see I'm that? I'm sitting up here like. <laughs> you got caught immersed up. Immersed in the <laughs> dental aspect so, of it. You jumping like. And I was sitting here thinking you about. Wait. He jumped in like, yeah, so you just need to get go ahead and get that done before it's too late. I'm like, what is he talking about? That was You're talking really, no, about the that dentist. That was really good. <laughs> that was really that good. That was funny. Well, I'm glad. Thank you. Yeah, I've been working I, on those I'll stories. I'll just add this too. piece okay. about trying not to convert people, but looking for those that are actually um, on their way. We've heard, I, we've heard this story a couple of times. I'll just, just make the point of the story. Um, probably over the last at least month or so mm-hmm. um, about the military and they say, okay, you know, you're doing helicopter rescues over the ocean and there's so many people. How do you know who to rescue? And the answer mm-hmm. is those who are swimming towards you. Mm, that's and so not trying to convert people and say, come on, come on, come on, come on, come mm-hmm. on, come on, come on. Because what ends up happening is there's time, there's a waste of time and resources, mm-hmm. and you actually end up not being able to help those who really want your help because you're trying to go after those who actually are not ready for your help. That's good. And so you want to rescue those who are already swimming towards you. So whatever solution your business uh, offers to whatever problems there are that exist, it's those who know that they have that problem and who realize that you carry that solution and who are proactive in trying to solve that pain or get a solution for that pain. Yeah. It'll be a very much easy, or should I say, it'll be an easier, um, well, I'll just say this, your messaging will resonate with them mm-hmm. because they'll be like, yes, that's, that's me. It. That's right. Or that's us or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. And, and for them... To come in and consume whatever value that you all offer, um, it, it, it'll just be that much easier. Mm-hmm. And you'll enjoy serving them, and they'll enjoy being served by you, mm-hmm. rather than those who you're trying to convert, mm-hmm. who are probably, to be quite honest with you, either in serious denial about whatever their situation is, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to be resistant all along the way, and that's just going to frustrate you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Go go after the ones who are swimming towards you, mm-hmm. not away from you. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So depending on when you all are listening to this podcast, if you're listening to it when it's fresh, hot off the, what a hot off the what? Hot off the. What do you say? Hot off for a podcast. Hot off the MP3 <laughs> burner <laughs> uh, converter or whatever. 
um, lip spin, lip spin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot off the, hot off the, hot off the server. <laughs> hot off the server. <laughs> We're gonna start saying that if y'all listening to this and it's hot off the server, <laughs> then you may still have time to apply for one of the last two complimentary strategy plus well assessment plus strategy sessions that we are offering up into the 31st of January. So depending on when you're listening to this, we'll determine if it's still eligible for you. But if it's before the 31st, then and you two know you're seeking and looking for strategies where you can get in front of your dream clients and you're looking on ways that you all can better uh, work together, up-level your systems, up-level your, your back-end systems as well as your front-end systems, making sure that you are more efficient with your time as well as your money, come on somebody, and having boundaries in place so you can actually protect your date nine and the time that you all are working together are for work and the time that you are just being married is for marriage. If you mm-hmm. need help with that, <laughs> make sure um, that you apply for one of the last two spots for our assessment plus strategy yes, yes. marriage call. If that is you, go ahead and write this down. But if you're driving, then you don't need to write it. You just need to come back and or rem- I guess you can memorize it. But go to bit.ly, B as in boy, I-T dot ly forward slash buckley apply and there's a capital b for buckley and a capital a for apply so bit dot ly forward slash buckley apply apply yep yep take us out yep so here we are once again um this was a really fun episode um you guys go ahead and subscribe (laughs) and you'll get notifications when every time we have a hot new episode coming off the host server there you go. <laughs> and, and then go ahead also and, and leave right. us a cool yeah <laughs> i'm not sure i'm just gonna go with it leave us a very You're cool great. rating um or should, should i say review and a rating absolutely that'll be awesome and um we can be a part of your podcast world you be part of our podcast world yes yeah, so you all have a good one and have an amazing week okay go do that Peace out. Want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life? If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless marriedpreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are marriedpreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.